0: Oh Good afternoon and welcome back to another episode of the Takedown Podcast. As always, brought to you by Phone Soap. Go to PhoneSoap.com. You done? You done, baby? It's my dog, Dolly, giving you guys the intro this week. She wants up in my lap and I'm just not picking her big ass up. <sighs> it's my co-host, Dolly. Say what's up, Dolly. Regardless... Go to phonesub.com. Use the code takedown. You get 20% off your order. She has a ball. She doesn't care about me now. Sorry I'm late. Uh, this episode's coming out on Thursday. Usually I release on Wednesdays. It's been a big fucking week. Um, let's see. If you go to Google and you type in the weekly forecast now. Like just the weekly forecast. Which is a very common phrase I feel. Can you guys hear Dolly drinking water behind me? Um, yeah, if you type in the Weekly Forecast, which I feel like is a pretty common phrase, we're like the fucking third or fourth search. Like, that is fucking crazy. And if you type in the Weekly Forecast podcast, like, we literally have a fucking bio about us on Google. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, hey Alexa, play uh, congratulations about Post Malone. Um. Also if you like merch, we just got rid of Redbubble because fuck Redbubble. Like, if you're a creator, or designer of any sort, like, fuck Redbubble. We jumped over to Teespring. We've been talking about creating our own merch line uh, for a while. We're recreating our merch line for a while now. We recreated all of the weekly forecast shit. I done a 420, um, like a 420 edition of, like, the takedown logo with, like, joints and shit. Um... I forgot what I was about to say. Oh, and then my brother and I started a merch line called Bad Dad's Athletic Club. And we got some pretty sick-ass Bad Dad's Boxing Club gear. Uh, Bad Dad's Jiu-Jitsu Club gear. So go check it out. link's in the bio. It's like a really long website name, but I think it's fucking cool shit. Like, I think it looks really cool. So we just been out here living, bruh. Um, just being a dad, coaching, working. Um... My daughter is absolutely obsessed with her puppy, and Dolly the puppy is absolutely obsessed with her, which is, like, borderline driving me crazy because they're to the point where they're sharing toys, and Dolly will, like, chew a ball, and then my daughter will pick it up, and it's just covered in slobber and shit, and, and my daughter wants to chew on it. <laughs> or, like, like my daughter will give Dolly her, like, her pacifier and shit, And Dali just eats them, so, like, I've bought more pacifiers in the last two weeks than, like, ever. Um, But I love it. Like, it's so cool, like, just watching this bond be created. You know what I mean? Like, just watching it take place, like, it's so crazy. Um, And it's, like, like it's, like, it's fucking heartwarming. I had a Dalmatian when I was her age um, named Pongo. I had a couple Dalmatians, but I had Pongo when I was, like, her age probably just like slid under the, the table and is like just chewing on my shoe um yeah I had, a, I had a dalmatian when i was my daughter's age and um i don't know you like i love i love like children with animals you know what i mean like just that compassion like being bred into them like i don't know like i don't even know how i'm trying to word this shit but it's very heartwarming seeing my daughter with, with animals because she like she she has such a big heart already like I don't know. That's my baby. I, like, set my phone down sometimes to go do something. I, like, set my AirPods down, and she'll grab them and bring them to me. And she'll say, here go. Like, Like, that shit, like, fucking warms my heart so much. And she's already, like, she's to the point where, like, she's interested in things, too. Like, um, like that movie Secret Life of Pets. Like, that's her absolute favorite fucking movie. Like, that child genuinely fucking loves that movie. Um... And, like, like I'll turn on – what was it I turned on the other night? Well, I had on uh, UFC 260 – I think it was just 260s – Kamaru Usman versus Jorge Masvidal 2, which we're going to fucking jump on here in a minute because that was an absolutely phenomenal card front to back. Um, But I had the fights on, and she's, like, watching the fights. And that's so fucking crazy to me. And I remember, like, when I was – like, when I was growing up, like, my dad pushed me in sports and – like people probably heard me talk about it like on other podcasts or maybe maybe even on this one but like my dad like my dad grounded my ass off like I used to have like I had a weight set and wrestling mats in my basement and had a treadmill like I had everything I needed at my house because in Virginia like we get a lot of snow we get like blizzards and shit sometimes and wrestling seasons in the winter time so um to like keep me busy like my dad would drive me to like the college he'd drive me to king college what's king university now but it used to be king college he would drive me to king like 45 minutes out of the way just to get a fucking wrestling day in because you know like those guys don't really like they don't really have snow days um or like i would just work out at home and like i've always like i've I've said it from the get-go like since my daughter was born I've, i've been saying like she's gonna be a world champion one day and i think back to like like, how my dad was, like, was with me, and, like, wrestling, and, like, I don't, Dolly's making so much fucking noise, I'm sorry, um, I, I think back to, like, how my dad was with me, and I, and I've always said, like, I don't want to be like that with her, but, like, she's showing an interest in, I mean, at least watching martial arts at this age, so, I'm thinking by the time she's three, get her some wrestling shoes, shit, she'll be double-legging motherfuckers in kindergarten and shit, you know what I mean, like, Dolly's eating now. Dolly's literally made every noise that you can fucking make since I've started this podcast. Um, Yeah, like, maybe, so because Stephen Thompson started uh, karate when he was three, and people that know, like, people that know me and, like, they know how I started fighting, I started at a Wonderboy school. Um, so, like, I hold Stephen Thompson in, like, the highest fucking regard, like, as far as it comes to, like, as like when it comes to martial arts and the honor and the discipline that that martial arts will create and and, and instill in people like to me like Steven is at the fucking top you know what i mean like i i really i look up to that guy like i love that fucking guy <clears throat> um and i don't say it often but like that is one of my heroes like like 100% and i think I've, I've i think i've said it to him before um but like he's like i hold him in like a very high regard and he was on Joe Rogan the other day and he was talking about how he started martial arts at three and I was like fuck it man like at three years old I want Sadie to be in wrestling shoes double legged motherfuckers or I don't know I want her to come to my boxing class and at least let me like start teaching her the foundation or like the the groundwork like I don't want her to fight at all I've had 12 concussions like I can tell like a difference in me you know what I mean like and, like I've had like I've had surgeries, like I've had I've put my body through fucking hell. Um, I don't want her to fight. I want her to wrestle or, uh, or or be a judoka or or fucking jujitsu. Like I want something like that. But I don't. I don't want her to fight. I don't want her to take hits to the head. But boxing, boxing teaches really good, uh, really good discipline. Muay Thai. I love. I love doing Muay Thai, but I love coaching Muay Thai. Like I love seeing people. Like, Muay Thai gives people confidence. You know what I mean? Like, my little homie Noah. Noah came into my class not knowing, like, a single thing about striking. And in just a couple months, that fool, I say it every week, he will drop me with a body shot before it is over with. Like, he's going to end fights with body shots. So shout out to my little homie Noah. Uh, He actually body shot me so hard, one day I fucking went home and peed blood, kind of. But just, like... The confidence that Muay Thai gives you, like I want, I want my daughter to have that confidence. But I don't, I don't think I wanted to fight. People have asked me that. That they, like they've asked me like if I wanted to fight. I don't want her to fight. I wanted to wrestle, to play you know sport sport judo, um, like like combat jujitsu maybe, but not fucking, not fighting, not mixed martial arts. Speaking of mixed martial arts, though. Uh, My motherfucking boy, Bryce Mitchell, one of my favorite dudes to watch and one of my favorite dudes to fucking listen to, uh, jumped up in rankings today, actually, from number 13 to number 11, featherweight rankings, UFC. Um, Rory McDonald fights tonight in the PFL, which I am so fucking excited for. And when I first started coaching, I used to teach a lot of shit that I would see Rory McDonald do. Like, I love Rory McDonald's style of striking. Since the second Robbie Lawler fight, um, like Rory's career was never the same after that. I don't. I don't think. Um, if you don't know which fight I'm talking about, I think it was uh, UFC one one ninety six. I think uh, it's when Conor McGregor fought Chad Mendes in the main event. I think no, that's not one ninety six. Uh, one eighty nine maybe. Now that I think about, it, i mean I have to fucking Google that. That's gonna drive me crazy. What is it, Boog? It's fucking ball, dude so crazy just watching a little puppy just get so distracted. I mean, hell, I just got distracted, so I'm kind of a puppy, too. Uh, McGregor versus Mendez. Let's see. Uh, it was 189. Yeah, so Robbie Lawler and Rory McDonald were the co-main event. Um, oh, shit, that had a, a couple of really good fights. Thomas Alveda, Brad Pickett, Gunnar Nelson beat Brandon Thatch, and Jeremy Stevens beat Dennis Bermudez. Um, but yeah, so uh, Rory and Rory and Robbie had this fucking absolute banger. To me, it's one of the top three greatest fights of all time. For me, it's probably the number one., um, but Rory was never the fucking same after that. He went from that fight, he fought Wonder Boy um, and got fucking smoked for fucking five rounds and had his he had his nose severely fucking shattered in that Robbie Lawler fight and then it just got fucking rebroke against uh, Steven I'm trying to think who we fought right after steven i should have fucking why did i do this i literally just had it fucking up and then i just exited out of it um sorry i'm bringing up his record right now yes yeah, so we lost to steven oh he went to he went to bellator right after that and he fought paul daly uh, the first fight with Douglas Lima, he, he won that fight, and then he bumped up in weight to middleweight, uh, lost to Gegard Mousasi, which, there's no fucking shame in losing to Gegard Mousasi, like, like the Moose. <laughs> what is it, baby? Come back over here. Sorry, I'm just gonna talk to my dog this whole podcast. I'm, I think I'm just podcasting for her at this point. What's up, baby? Um... He went on and fought John Fitch to a draw, which was, I it's kind of weird. It was a um, the welterweight Grand Prix. So then he went on. He beat Neiman Gracie, and after the Neiman Gracie fight, he actually said he didn't want to hurt people anymore. Like it was so fucking weird, dude. Like, um, he was just, like such a weird fucking interview, and that was a weird fight too. Uh, and then he went on to that. He lost to uh to Lima. Um, in the rematch. He's fighting Curtis Melander tonight, the PFL. Um, which, by the way, PFL um, is shown on ESPN Plus and ESPN 2. Uh, but on ESPN Plus, there's a sick-ass documentary, Randy Couture. Who Motherfuck, Dolly. She's making so much fucking noise in the background. Um, Randy Couture's a, a commentator for the PFL now. And there's a sick-ass fucking... It's like a four-part documentary on Randy Couture. It's super good. Um what the fuck was i even talking about i don't even know regardless rory was never the same after that fight i'm hoping 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 he can uh recover well hopefully this time off has done him well and i know he's in south florida now at sanford mma with robbie lawler which is fucking crazy um that sanford mma group of fighters is a motherfucking group bro you got rumble johnson uh, Mike Chandler, fucking R- Robbie Lawler, Rory McDonald now, like my my boy Randy fucking Costa who just uh signed to fight um Adrian Yanez That's going to be a fucking banger of a fight too. I think it's June the 5th maybe. Um <clears throat> they're a fucking group of killers though and I'm hoping that maybe leaving Canada and going down there might maybe give Rory like a new a new longevity to his career because I mean it's it's to the point where, like, he doesn't have long, like, I know that sounds bad to say, he doesn't have a lot of time left in the sport, so I hope the time he does have left, he he's able to make good with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, I hope he makes to do with what he's got. Um, Pettis debuted in the PFL the other day. I love Anthony Pettis. Um, he debuted, it, it's one of those things, man, where Pettis was a fucking killer, bro. Like he knocked out fucking Stephen Thompson. He dropped Tony uh, Tony Ferguson. Um, you know Pettis has had some fucking wars, man. And and Pettis hasn't looked the same the last couple years. Uh, Pettis went to the PFL and just got outboxed. Really, um, And still in the third round, managed to um <clears throat> to drop. Uh, I'm trying to think of that gentleman's name. He was able to drop him though. He hit him a fucking flying knee. I mean. I mean, Pettis was still there. Like, he just wasn't there. You know what I mean? Clay Collard, sorry. Clay Collard, excellent fucking boxer. Um, he just wasn't fucking there. You know what I mean? Like, or it's not that he wasn't there. It's just he didn't have anything left to give. You know what I mean? Like, he was just fucking wore out. He'd been having the fuck beat out of him for two rounds. Um, last night, Eddie Alvarez fought for one championship, got the shit beat out of him. Not looking too good for uh, UFC alumni lately in other promotions, which is crazy because Bellator Michael Chandler came over from Bellator and is now fighting for the fucking title in I think two weeks, which is fucking phenomenal. I love my Michael Chandler, Iron Mike. I've talked to him on Instagram a couple times. That is a legit fucking good dude. Like any time that we've DM'd, like he has been so fucking nice and so. Um, I mean, he's been incredible to me. Um, There was a a thing that I wanted to come on and talk about a couple weeks ago. And I chose not to. Because I wanted to... um, I don't know how to describe it. I didn't want to... Like, it was too soon for me to talk about, I guess. Um, But the Hans Mullen camp, Dominic Cruz situation that took place and then you have this motherfucker named Courtney Henderson who is a male by the way um this motherfucker is trying to slander Hans name and and it's he's just he's trying to capitalize on a situation so Dom cut a promo after he fought Casey Kinney he cut this promo where um essentially he was calling Hans out right and saying that he wanted to do a charity boxing match with Hans and that Hans um, essentially like strong armed people um, like via the monster energy contract, right because Hans is the um, he's like the advisor for monster pretty much like he decides what athletes get monster sponsorships. <clears throat> and so Courtney used to be his assistant i I specifically fucking remember this because this was maybe sometime in 20. Uh, fuck. I don't know. 2017, 2018, something like that. Um, and so Courtney posted this video, slandering Hans. It's like a fucking twelve minute long video, and um, I got drugged into this because somebody had commented on something and asked, like, what did what did Hans do to Courtney or something, and I'd commented. And so I've known Hans. Let me see here. I've known Hans since. I don't fucking know. I've had a. I've got a new Instagram since then. Um. I've known Hans for years. I'm gonna venture to say probably 2016 is when I first met and started talking to Hans. And Hans, the whole time I've known him has been a really stand up guy, really sweet, compassionate, super nice dude, family oriented, like business oriented. Like he, a really stand up guy. And I will admit that sometimes. Um like the content he puts on Instagram is a little weird. Like it like for people on the outside looking in, like he's flying kneeing like monster cans out of people's hands or like kicking them out of people's hands. And you know, like it's it's probably weird for people that don't understand. Um, but I've known Hans for a while and I've talked to Hans a a bunch and and I like to consider Hans and I uh friends, right? And so after watching this Courtney video and I let me just backtrack. Dom Cruz will always hold a special place in my heart. Um, I'm a Uriah Faber fan to death, but when I first started fighting, like I wanted to mimic my style after Dom Cruz, and so Dom will always hold a special place in my heart. So when I heard this interview from Dom, and then the next day I see this Courtney Henderson video, I was like, I was swayed, like I was fucking, like, I was fucked up, and I was like, no, no fucking way. So I started reading all these other comments from these motherfuckers talking shit. And I, like, I took the bait. And so somebody commented and said, what's, what's Courtney's deal with Hans? So I commented, Hans, released the video on YouTube. Go check it out. <clears throat> so Hans messages me. As he should. Like, as a man, if, like, if one of your buddies upsets you, like, fucking bring it up. Like, confront him. Don't fucking, don't play no bullshit. You know what I mean? And so he didn't. He didn't play any bullshit. He messaged me right off the bat, and he was like, yo, what the fuck, dude? Um, He was like he was like, just saw your comment. Um, I don't want, I don't want to read this message, but <clears throat> you yeah, know, it was, we were, we were talking about the situation and as a man, I like, we talked it out. We hashed it out. Everything was cool. Like man to man, like we squashed the little, like I didn't have a beef with him, but I just, uh, like I was hurt that I, I thought that I was friends with this guy that was an asshole. And when i found out that it was actually the other fucking way around um i felt fucking bad man and i apologize like a man should like i apologize like a man so i have these texts from dom Cruz. um i don't know if i'm but i'm fucking so i have this text from dom Cruz. saying that like hans is gonna be famous now after all this publicity and and um that they can like they can make a lot of money for charity after that call out and it's uh, I don't I don't know man like like that was staged right Dom's call out of Hans like it was staged Dom has been a monster athlete for years now um the, the text fuck it the text says you're famous as fuck now this was a huge score for you I swear if you can look past any negative nonsense. You're being talked about right now by the entire world, including UFC and Dana White, just like any other pro athlete. Plus, you and I, a celebrity bout, could make huge buzz and provide for a charity of choice. I invite you to be in the positives of this, if possible. Just saying. He's very friendly. There's other texts here. like I'm not going to read any text between Hans and Dom. Or, and I really don't want to read messages between me and me and Hans, but if you go and you watch this Courtney Henderson video, Um, where he says that Hans fucking tried to black or he that yeah Hans tried to blackball him and and got him fired. There was this fucking photo shoot. It was Tyron Woodley for Circle K, Monster Energy. Courtney was supposed to fucking do that, right? Um, I'm trying to find the. I'm trying to find when that or where that was supposed to be. Because we talked about it recently, uh, Hans and I did. Um, Courtney was supposed to do that. Didn't fucking feel like showing up to work that day. And it's just, like, shit like that. That, like... Like, like Courtney can say all he wants, but, like, Monster and Hans both did him a fucking favor by even giving him the fucking job in the first place. And then keeping him as long as they fucking did after he was unprofessional as fuck um when courtney got fired it was because he didn't want to show up to fucking work it's not because hans was trying to make him do like assistant bullshit or like it wasn't any bullshit on hans part and i have receipts to prove it like i'm not gonna lie about anybody for anybody's gain like i'm just gonna give you the flat out truth um and i'm really kind of rambling right now and i'm i'm fucking sorry i'm just like these, like this is shit that was said in private, <clears throat> and I know that Hans, because of Monster, can't speak out, and I felt like I should maybe defend him a little bit because it sucks, dude. Watching one of your friends get fucking, like getting nailed, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, it just it fucking butt me. I wanted to talk about it. If you watch Courtney Hendo's video, look at the dates that he's talking about, and then go back to, um. Go back and look at the Tyrone Woodley photo shoot for Circle K and look at who did that. And I don't know. Courtney was saying that he was fucking homeless and the Hans blackballed him when he was still working with Bellator and he was still uh, hosting this fucking podcast. And, and it, it, Courtney's a fucking liar. And used Hans' name for clout. And I think Dom thought that he was going to be doing hans a favor but it actually kind of created a shitstorm. so go buy monster energy drink the fuck out of it follow hans Mullenkamp camp on instagram and uh yeah don't don't feed into the bullshit i had to uh i just had to get that out of the way that just it, it's been bothering me for over a month now and i told hans i was gonna mention on the podcast and um and i don't think he wanted me to <laughs> like like i might have just said way too much but um it sucks because people are still in Hans fucking comment section talking shit, and they're still uh it's just it's a fucking mess, and i don't I don't know man like when when people's character get challenged like that, like I fucking hate that when it's some shit that it shouldn't even be fucking like you know what I'm saying like like Hans did nothing wrong, and this disgruntled ex employee that'd be like saying. Like if somebody worked for me, for this podcast, and their whole job, I can't even use I don't, I don't want to use Terry as an example because Terry is a, I mean I give Terry a lot of shit, but Terry's a good editor. Um, <clears throat> but that's like saying like if we had somebody working for us, uh, at the takedown, and they didn't want to fucking come to, like come into work, and I gave them chance after chance after chance, and they didn't want to come into work, and then I fired them. Which by the way. Courtney didn't even get fucking fired. I think I might have said he got fired. Courtney didn't even get fucking fired. He quit, by the way. Um, But, like, this motherfucker quit coming in, right, like, working for the takedown. Let's say that somebody's working for the takedown. They quit coming in. They They don't fucking answer my phone calls. And I fire them, and then they go online and say that I'm the reason that they're homeless and they're hungry. Like, no, fuck that, dude. Fuck that. And that's exactly what Courtney done, so fuck him. Moving on, UFC in Jacksonville. Kamaru Usman versus Jorge Masvidal 2. Holy fucking shit, dude. Chris Widman's leg. I've had so many people ask me like what caused that? I don't even fucking know. <laughs> like I'm I don't even fucking know. Truthfully. Like Like so Uriah Hall um Checked the kick perfectly, but Chris threw the kick perfectly. Like that's just one of those freak fucking things. And if you guys, I posted a thing about um, duality and like full circle, like everything coming full circle. There's only been in UFC history three, uh, like clean leg breaks like that, and Chris Weidman's now been uh, part of two of them. Anderson Silva threw a leg kick and, and broke his leg on on Chris Weidman's shin. Uh, Chris Weidman just threw one this past weekend and, and broke his shin on, or broke his leg on um, Uriah Hall. Uriah Hall checked the kick good, but Chris threw the kick just as good. And what's even crazier is the fight before that, Anthony Smith versus Jimmy Croot. Um, you know, Anthony Smith was digging into that fucking leg kick, man. And Anthony Smith's part of a camp too, <clears throat> which I feel like is super fucking underrated. That glory, um, that glory MMA. Um, it's glory mma and fitness out of lee summit missouri james Krause is the head coach which james is a bad motherfucker laura sanko used to train there bad motherfucker uh you get guys like grant dawson anthony smith megan anderson was in there uh still is in there if i'm not mistaken you got motherfuckers like the cuban missile crisis julian uh, marquez in there right now which julian is probably one of my favorite fighters to watch right now um you got like people like that under the same roof every single day dude it's it's becoming in my eyes like a, like another Jackson Wink or um like a uh like another alpha male you know like a big like a big team and it's just such a good fucking team and they're all really good people um and James works really hard with all of them Tim Elliott and uh uh Gina uh fuck I forget her name, but they're both there right now. I mean, it's it's a phenomenal fucking camp. But but Anthony Smith was throwing these fucking leg kicks though, and and ended up deadening the nerve in Jimmy Crute's leg. And to to credit Jimmy Crute, Jimmy Crute fucking like got dropped with a leg kick, and then jumped right into a takedown. Like he and he took Anthony down too with one fucking leg. That is just that's fucking phenomenal. That's you know Spencer Lee just won an NCAA. Um, championship no ACLs in either leg MCL ACL ACL um no some CL in either fucking leg Jimmy Crute hit a fucking takedown after the after his leg was fucking deadened um and just to give an example that's what happened to Conor McGregor for people that don't really follow MMA and I'm talking a lot of fucking MMA right now for people that don't follow MMA Dustin Poirier was kicking Conor McGregor's leg uh, like at the calf and so what happens like when like when this keeps happening is essentially like your leg will just fucking go to sleep pretty much but not like a, not like you know like the pins and the like the pins feeling in your foot like that asleep like you know you're taking a shit and your knee is resting on your uh, or I'm sorry your elbows resting on your knee and your your foot goes to sleep not that feeling you, your shit just like it's like a knockout of your leg essentially like the nerves are just they're dead. And they don't know what to do. Um, and that's what happened to Conor McGregor. You know, DP was just lighting him the fuck up with those calf kicks, and it, it deadened the nerve. Demetrius Johnson did it to Henry Cejudo. Um, you know, uh, Iron Mike, actually, um, when he lost the title in Bellator to um, uh, that blonde uh, hunky boy. What the fuck is his name? Anyways... Um, yeah, Iron Mike. You have an Iron Mike, and, and Iron, you know, Iron Mike actually lost the fight. He couldn't continue because uh, those calf kicks and and Conor McGregor, you know, the calf kicks, you know, ended up setting up some great boxing for DP, and um, you know, so Jimmy Crute couldn't continue. He was fucking falling all over the place. So that was that opened the main card. Then the fucking Uriah Hall, um, you know, breaking Chris Weidman's legs. That's fucking crazy. Valentina Shevchenko beat the fucking shit out of Jessica Andrade. I mean, that was not even fucking competitive at all. Um and you know, people think that I'm talking shit about Jessica Andrade because I've said it a couple times now, but she does not fare well against top-level competition. Like she she does good against the Carolina Kovalchics, uh the the fucking the um, uh, the Joanne Calderwoods, like, she does good against those girls, but then, you know, she fought Rose, Rose pieced her the fuck up, even though she won that first Rose fight, Rose was piecing her the fuck up, uh, Ioana pieced her up, Wei Lee pieced her up, and then she goes up to, um, she goes up to Flyweight, right, and she fought Kaylin Chukagian, who, you know, it's fucking Kaylin Chukagian. um, and she, you know, she looked good against Caitlyn, and we were all kind of on this hype train, like, "Oh, it could be a competitive fight." No, not fucking at all. And shout out Smiley Academy. When I first started, uh, when I first moved to Florida, that was the first gym I actually trained at. I actually fought quite a few fights for Smiley's, um, for James Smiley's Academy, and and it's a fucking uh, phenomenal camp. But that's where Valentina spent the entire last week. Was at Smiley's. Um, but no, people thought it was going to be fucking competitive and and I was uh, coming into this fight, I told everybody I was like this is not going to be what anybody thinks it's going to be. Like I think people were thinking it was going to be a banger um or it was going to be like a war because you know, people think because Jennifer Maya Mi- Jennifer Maya was so strong against Valentina. Um that Andrade would be too and would be able to muscle her around a main handler. No. Not at fucking all, dude. Not at all. Um and then we got into the Rose fight, the Rose and Whaley Jean fight, which another one. Whaley Zhang is good. Very fucking good. I rewatched Whaley's fight with Joanna Janjacek Um I thought I thought Yoanna won. If you go to BT Sport on YouTube and you, you watch that fight, they've actually posted it with no commentary. Because it's been proven that the commentary will sometimes sway people's decision um, as far as the fight goes. And I watched it, zero commentary. I thought Joanna won that fight. Um, but Rose with the fucking front leg kick, it was so sneaky. And she was looking low. Is what really set the whole thing off. Is Rose was looking at Whaley's legs, and she'd thrown a couple leg kicks already. You're looking low, your opponent automatically assumes that you're gonna you're gonna keep throwing low, and you're just gonna chop away low, low, low. She fucking threw high, and Whaley Zhang never seen it fucking coming. Just absolutely beautiful. I I fucking love Thug Rose, dude. Like, I had that DC moment whenever she won. I was like Thug Rose, Thug Rose. You know what I'm saying? shit was fucking nasty though and then you get into the main event Kamaru Usman and Jorge Masvidal um Kamaru Usman has really grown on me I'm I'm to the point where I fucking love Kamaru Usman um I used to love Jorge Masvidal until he got that weird fucking I don't know that weird fucking Scarface ass persona about him which I I know like he's a bad motherfucker but he got this weird fucking I don't know. He had this weird persona about him and I could I didn't like him that much. Um and I was I was expecting Kamaru I was expecting a submission from Kamaru, truthfully. That's what I told I told Scotty, I told I told my brother coming in that fight. I said, Kumaru Usman's probably gonna finish him via submission. We're watching the fight, we're watching the fight. After the first round I texted Scotty back. I said, he's going to knock out Jorge. And I I said it to another friend. He said, not in a million years. (laughs) And then, Kamaru Usman threw the absolute perfect fucking strike. Because what he'd done is, Jorge Masvidal is fighting in a southpaw stance. So, his lead hand is his right hand. So, Usman had been switching stances. So, Usman switched to the conventional stance, which is, left hand forward, power hand, a.k.a. right hand in the back. So you throw a three, right? But he didn't quite throw a three. A three is just a hook with your lead hand, right? He didn't quite just throw a hook. He threw like a swatting hook to pull down Jorge's front hand and then just this fucking laser beam, laser beam of a right hand behind it that just fucking smoked Jorge Masvidal. Like a fucking Newport, bro. Fucking smoked him. Uh, Jorge knocked out Ben Askren with a flying knee, the fastest KO in UFC history. Five seconds, flying knee right off the bat. Um, and followed it up with a couple shots on the ground, which I thought were definitely not needed. So in the press conference afterwards, Jorge Masvidal they asked him, you know, what about those follow up those follow-up shots? And Jorge said, oh, they were super necessary, which is a, a Miami saying, right? I've heard that a lot. But he said, oh, that's super necessary. He said, it's my job to fight until the ref pulls me off. So, when Kamara Usman threw that right hand, I mean Jorge's fucking head spun around, bro. If it was like a, if it was like Rock'em Sock'em Robots, like his head would have spun the fuck off. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Um, or like a cartoon, like his head would have fucking spun off his body. Kamara hit him fucking hard, and then followed it up with a couple shots on the ground. They asked Kamara at the press conference. They said, uh, "You know, what about those extra shots?" He said, "What extra shots?" He said, "Those were all super necessary." uh Jorge's taking it really good though Jorge was on Ariel Hawani Monday taking it really good taking it with a grain of salt bro that's all you can do I've been knocked out before um you just got to kind of dust yourself off give your brain time to recover I'll say that again for anybody that's actively fighting out there and you get knocked out take time to let your brain heal um my mistake was I got a concussion and I was right I mean I got knocked the fuck out but I got a concussion I was knocked out and I got right the fuck back in there the following Monday um and then I I think I took a fight like a couple months after that like a month after that and we don't know the long-term effects of that shit but it's not healthy for sure so if you get hurt you know you you hit your head like let's not let's take combat sports out of the equation because you can get concussions just fucking walking and tripping and hitting your head on shit let's say you get a concussion doing anything take the time to let your brain heal and I think that's what what uh, Masvidal is going to do is take the time to let it heal Kamaru Usman is now officially the number one pound for pound fighter in the world I'm fucking here for it bro I love Kamaru Usman's story his dad for anybody that don't know Kamara Usman's story they 're from Nigeria. they moved to Dallas. His dad owns a like an ambulance company and there's people that are fudging records um, at the the ambulance company because some people 's insurance wouldn 't allow them to ride in the ambulance and and Kamaru's dad wanted to help as many people as possible, so he said just you know fudge the records a little bit. Well, these people are fudging the records hardcore, and he ends up going to prison for fraud and when Kamaru got signed to the UFC, uh, his dad said that they, like, they play the free fights in jail. So until his father got out of jail, Kamaru Usman refused to be on a pay-per-view. Which is where the big paydays are at, right? He refused to be on a pay-per-view until his dad got out of jail. Actually, I, I, I take that back. I think he fought Tyron Woodley for the title right before his dad got out of prison. Um, but he he refused to be on a pay-per-view just so his dad could watch him. Like that's, f- They have a documentary on on UFC Fight Pass. I fucking cried. I fucking cried, man. I'm a huge Kamaru Usman fan. That dude is probably the scariest 170 in the world. Of course I want to see my boy Wonderboy fight him, um, and if you ask me, Wonderboy or Colby Covington are the only two people that I can even remotely see – giving him any issues. And I would even venture to say that if Kamaru Usman wanted to, like let's say Israel uh, jumps up to 205 again, you know, tries that, you know, he does it the right way, jumps up to 205, and, you know, let's say he, he abandons 185. I would venture to say that there's not a lot of people at fucking 185 that could beat Kamaru Usman. Robert Whitaker, maybe. Like maybe. You guys know I'm a huge Robert Whitaker fan. Maybe. Um, Kamara Usman's a motherfucker, man Absolute motherfucker My girl, Alicia Zapatella Fights May the 21st for Invicta It's going to be shown on UFC Fight Pass Go check it out I'm actually leaving um, I'm leaving next week So there might be an episode next week There might not be I'm leaving for Michigan Going to go up to her training camp Get some wrestling rounds in Some boxing rounds in um, hold mitts, you know, do whatever I need to do. Um, outside of that, I don't think we have shit going on. <laughs> we just bought, my brother's been playing Smash Bros. But I just, I just bought the, uh, the Switch and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And my best friend in the world, Michael, just bought a Switch. And he bought Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, so... We're going to run train on some of you bitches that think that you want the smoke. So if you guys want to play Super Smash Bros. with us, just shoot me a message on uh, at the takedown podcast on Instagram or or shoot it to at the weekly forecast on Instagram. And we'll fucking run it, dude. Or we'll do one-on-one and I'll fuck you up. I'm just putting that out there. (laughs) Um... Sorry for the delayed episode. Sorry, it was kind of boring today, guys. I, man, my back's hurting. Um, it's been hurting for a while now. You guys know that. I've, I've talked about it for a while. My back's just kind of been hurting. Um, I think I might go get a massage tomorrow, Friday, before I gotta go coach. Um, somebody was telling me to go to a chiropractor, but I don't trust that shit, dude. I don't trust, like, you see those videos on TikToks of motherfuckers grabbing people by the chin and just, like, yanking them upward and, like, everything in them pops. I don't, I don't like that shit. In chiropractor, um, like the school of, of chiropractic knowledge or whatever, like that shit ain't even fucking real, bro. Like that's not even real medicine. They don't go to like they don't go to to fucking medical school, or whatever they call it. They don't yeah they don't go to med school. You know, so the art of, I don't even know how you'd say that chiropractic, like chiropracticy chiropractic chiropractic I think that might be it isn't even fucking like proven the guy that started the school of whatever right so the guy that started this shit was a magnetic fucking healer in the 1800s right so then his son was a con man and killed his fucking dad To take over the business. So this shit from the get-go just wasn't even doing good. Like, let's say I kill my brother, and then I'm like, hey, go buy my shirt. Like, bro, that's fucked up. We started that business together. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm, I don't know. Maybe it's a bad comparison. Maybe I was just trying to throw that merch out there again. Go check out our merch. Um, It's a boring episode. Um, You know, it just kind of is what it is. My back hurts. I'm tired. Uh, you know, Dolly's been into every fucking thing in here. I'm about to let her out and, and go potty. I hope you guys have a good week. Um, go check out the weekly forecast. Check out this podcast. Go follow us on Instagram at the takedown podcast. And I love you. Oh, by the way, as of yesterday, 4 21 60 days sober. Today, 61, but 61 is not really a cool number. So 60 days sober as of yesterday. A. I love you guys. If anybody you know um, is struggling right now with anything, be there for them. That's my advice for the week. Just be there for your friends, dude. Check on your friends. Um, You know, life ain't always fucking, uh, you know, rainbows and blowjobs. People have bad days. So check on your friends. I love you guys. Feel free to message me at the Takedown Podcast on Instagram, at the Weekly Forecast on Instagram. Check out the merch in our bio. I swear you're going to like it. Bad Dad's Athletic Club. Um, Yeah, 6969420 Blaze It.